happen this week in, in the RV. And we got some Monday night and Tuesday and Wednesday morning. We were we were camping and I was, I was sitting in the, in there and I was just thinking on the Lord and 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 then uh, I don't know it was probably three o'clock uh, Wednesday morning. I started to get sick and I saw. Started to, I got up and I walked out in, into the living room area there and I didn't, I was just sitting there kind of meditating and praying for God to touch my body, so on and so forth. And then I fell asleep there on the couch and uh, I was just, God just woke me up and God gave me a spiritual dream and in this dream I just woke up and then with the he gave me a message titled Brother Chris. Uh, uh, it's not even really a message. It's just simply called, It's Time to Change the Irrigation. It's Time to Change the Irrigation. And the dream, I was in a vineyard and I was sitting there in the vineyard and out before me was rows and rows and rows of a vine, wine vine, grape vines, and no, I didn't have anything to drink, so I wasn't, you know, I wasn't drunk or anything. I was just dreaming, and then and God showed me this great big vineyard, and it was table after table, vine after vine, down the rows, Brother Arnell, between each rows, between the rows of the vines, there were white tables spread all across and down those rows, and those tables, they were banquet tables, and it was covered with a white cloth, and the cloth, it hadn't been set yet, it hadn't had cups on it, it hadn't had plates and utensils, nothing had been set on the table yet, and I began to pray, God, what are you showing me, what, are you, what, are you, what did you show me this for, what are you talking to me about, God, and then God began to tell me, he said, Ray, there's getting ready to come a great big banquet at T.O.P. And I said, okay, God, what are you talking about? Again, show me clarification. I always like to be clarified. I like to have the mind of God when he's telling me something like that. And God began to tell me that we will soon be celebrating the harvest. Thank you all ten for believing that. We're getting ready to, we're getting ready to, Go into a great harvest. The banquet tables are going to be full. They are going. The tables are going to be full. And I begin to weep and I begin to cry on that at, at, on that couch and I begin to cry out to God and and thank God for what He's doing. And then unannounced, God took me right back to the vision and He took me right back at the table and on the and then as I sat at the table I begin to just thank God for the harvest and thank God for what he's doing and and then all of a sudden two two men in white appeared one on my left and one on my right and they begin to say to me Ray if you are going to have this banquet you have to change the irrigation system of TOP I said okay what are you talking about? And he began to 
deal with me about what we have going on in our lives. He began to deal with me about what we're irrigating our spirits with. What are we watering our spirits with? What are we doing? Because in order to get this harvest, we've got to have one mind, uh, one accord. We've got to come together in unity and believe that God's getting ready to do what He's shown us He is going to do, Brother Arnell. And, and, and then uh, so I kind of, I kind of started. Uh, you know, I was a dairy farmer, and we we irrigated it. We we did that, and I, I started looking up some things because what worked in 1980 is not going to work today. And so I went to YouTube. Thank God for YouTube. How many ever went to YouTube and you just find everything you need? And so I started looking up irrigation systems, and there's this brand new irrigation system out that guarantees 100% that not one piece of crop will not get watered. And it was just this great big thing, and Melinda has probably seen some of them over in Delaware. It just arches over the field, and it kind of moves through, and it just waters everything. And God began to deal with me while I was watching that video, and God said, I am getting ready to pour out my spirit upon T.O.P. in a way that not one person will not get wet with my spirit. Not one person will leave that building dry. Not one person will be able to leave that building knowing knowing that I have been touched by God because God is getting ready to pour out a new irrigation system on us. He's getting ready to take us to another level, Brother Chris, in our walks with God and in our service. We're not with this side's just getting blessed and this side's wondering what's going on. God said he's getting ready to irrigate this entire church with a brand new touch a brand new zeal and a brand new anointing and I believe he had to do what he did this morning about the whole Mephibosheth thing about the whole feeling like a dead dog thing and about all of that stuff to get you to understand that you are in his presence and he is wrapping out on you a brand new anointing because you can't have today's anointing for tomorrow's battle God it is time it is time we get into the word of God it is time we start irrigating ourselves with the spirit God is getting ready to shift this church we have been in transition for a while but it doesn't you can't turn the boat overnight it takes a while to turn a boat it takes a while to turn a ship it takes a while to turn some things around in our lives but I, I just feel like there's enough transitioning that has happened in our church and I'm talking about you and your problems and your situations and the blessings and the healings and the victories that God has given you and we are in a transition cycle but we're, it's not a bad transition cycle. It is a transition where we're getting ready to leave the border of our land and we're going to start taking new territory, not only in our city, but in our spirit. God began to deal with me. He said, we have been on the border long enough. We have been on this line long enough. We've been turning this ship long enough. It is not time to turn it anymore that the ship has turned. We have completed the transition. I, I just feel like this irrigation system that God is wanting to do from the beginning of the year, Saturday night prayer. Hopefully we can get another building where we continue to have it every Saturday night, but reading the Bible, praying through the tabernacle. It's not by coincidence, folks. It is by design 
mind of God. He is writing this ship. He is watering you. He is giving you new irrigation. When you read the word of God, God puts some stuff down inside of you that you might not even know it until you need it. You might read that scripture today and say, well, I don't understand that. But you go down through a couple weeks down the road and then all of a sudden you're in the midst of a trial and you're in the midst of a situation and then that, that scripture comes to your mind and that is God because you see back here you irrigated, you put some water in you, you put some seed in you, you put the word of God in you. God has started this transition. God has started this thing moving around a long, long time ago. But I tell you now, uh, we are there. We are on the verge. I believe that dream of God. I believe it was from God. I believe God spoke to me. And he told me we're getting ready to walk into that banquet hall. And we're getting ready to see it full with new people. And people that you know. People that are in your family. Family, loved ones, friends, sons, daughters prodigals. It's going to be full because we have completed the transition. Now listen, listen, hold on. Don't shout just yet. Don't shout just yet. Please stop shouting. Please stop shouting. I know you don't want to, you normally don't want to hear me say that, but I got a word from you. You can shout all you want when I talk about it being the ministry team, and it could be everybody else, but this transition has to form out here. Every, in order to see all of that, you've got to get it out here. I don't talk to your son. I don't talk to your daughter. I don't talk to your family. I don't talk to your friends. So if you want to irrigate that seed in them, it's got to come out of your mouth. And therefore, you got to say, God, I am going to be used by you. God, I am ready. I am ready to be part of the harvest. I am ready to be part of the banquet. God, I am ready to be part of the king's soldiers. I am ready to be a man. We're not just talking about a church. We're talking about your life. God is getting ready to pour out a blessing upon you that cannot be contained. Because the more you read his word, the more you pray, the more you fast, the more you die out to yourself the more Holy Ghost you will get in you. I'm telling you, I feel it as strong. I didn't want to preach this morning, but I got to get it out. I got to get it out because God is transitioning this church. We have come full circle. We are going to be a soul winning church. We are going to be an apostolic church. Not only... Not only in identity, but we are going to be an apostolic church in power. I believe God has showed us over the last few weeks. He touched Sister Becky. He healed her. He touched uh, Eli. He healed her. He's healing Janine. I don't have an answer why it wasn't instantaneous, but I know that God is doing the work. There's a purpose and there's a reason, but God is showing us his power. His apostolic power. That power, Brother Arnell, where we're walking down the street and somebody, we can feel that they're having a bad day and we just start opening our mouth and start talking to them and then we begin to pray with them and God begins to work in them. But you see, this church will never see the fullness of that banquet table if we don't have the helpers in the field. God will send. God will bring. But folks, I, I just feel pushing the Holy Ghost to tell you this. 
you can't be content. And I don't think you are on seeing your loved ones lost. Your prodigals lost. Because we, we all know, we all know where they go. We all know what happens at the end. Sister Treat, Sister Zellers, I, I, I want to see my brother in church. I want to see my sister's kids in church. I want to see them sold out to God. And I'm not saying T.O.P. I'm not saying they got to come to T.O.P. Because it's bigger than this. It's bigger than this church. It's the kingdom of God. God, I want to see them in a place where they can flourish. God, I want to see them in a place, God, where they grow in you, Jesus. I want to see my brothers, my nieces, and my nephews in church. No, I just found out. And I'm trying to go somewhere. I don't know why. I just found out that, you know, my sister passed away last, not this past January, but a year ago, January. And uh, she had sent me and my brothers, uh, me and my brother a text asking, you know, asking my brother to take care of her sons and everything, and that she she loved them and she appreciated them and all that. And so, you know, she's in North Carolina, we're in Virginia. And so I just found, so we called my nephew, and my nephew went. He said he went over to look at her, and she was just asleep. She was just asleep. She, he said he was fine. So she, he calls us and says everything's fine. The next morning, my other nephew drops his kids off, eight and six, just drops them off, doesn't go in the house and check on her, drops them off, goes off to work, they go in the house, they get all settled in. Oldest nephew comes home, he asks his boys, he says, where's, where's Mimi? They said, I don't know, we haven't been able to wake her all day. She had passed during the night and nobody knew it. One son goes. And then I find out that he didn't even really go. He just told us that he went because he didn't feel like getting out of bed and going to driving over there. And my older nephew, he just drops the kids off. And they're sitting in that house all day long with their dead grandmother. And you want to talk about pain. And you want to talk about hurt. My nephews are hurting because they know it didn't have to be this way. The one, because he didn't go check. The other, the guilt. How many of you, if you dropped your kids off and you found out that you dropped your kids off at your mom's house and she was dead and they were there all day long from 5.30 in the morning till 3 in the afternoon trying to wake their dead grandmother. And my prayer is God send an angel to them. 
Send an angel to him, God, that will release that pain and release that hurt. Let's stand. I could be angry. I could have been angry at them. I could have been <laughs> devastated. But then the Lord reminded me of the, how they feel. Folks, if we're going to finish this transition, we need to intercede and travail in this building today. Musicians, come. Bring a chair with you. Turn where you're at. If that story didn't grip your heart, then you need to ask God to touch you. But here's the kicker, folks. How many of your families lost? My sister committed suicide. I know where she's at. I kick myself every day, Ray. If you would have just went there that Friday night, you would have just dropped everything and you would have went there. She could have still been here. When is the last time you prayed and travailed for your lost loved ones? There is a spirit of travail and interceding in here today. You see, David interceded for Mephibosheth. He didn't pray. He didn't do all that. But he still stepped into a place of forgiveness and embraced him into his family. T.O.P., we are on the verge of a mighty banquet table. We are on the verge of a mighty harvest. But it isn't going to happen without travail. So for the next 10, 15 minutes, everything, Ray Day's been canceled, all of that. We've got plenty of time. I'm asking you to find a place to pray. All of our guests, thank you for coming out today. Edgar, Lisa, it's so great having you in the house of God today. But T.O.P., we got to intercede for the lost. We've got to travail for the lost. we got to travail and intercede for those that are around us that need a hold of God. And we need to exercise the faith, the trust, and the love that David had for Goliath, that David had for Jonathan that he wanted to take care of his son. We gotta have that same love and that same intercession that Jesus Christ had when he went to the Garden of Gethsemane that day. And he cried. And he cried so hard and he interceded so hard that drops of blood flowed. Oh, God, there's a spirit of intercession here. There's a spirit of intercession here. And we'll cry out for your loved ones. Cry out for our city. Cry out for Lorraine. Cry out for a move of God. Lord, I pray for our prodigals today, God. We're at a tipping point. We're at a tipping point. 
We're going to see that banquet or we're not going to see it, but it's going to be decided in the next few minutes here today. It's going to be decided in the next few minutes here today. Oh, God. Sing, pray, let's intercede. There's a move of the